Hey friends, and welcome to the Curious Friends Podcast, where we believe certainty is overrated and discovery is essential. You have arrived at episode one, so congratulations on getting here. If you are new to our show, wait, isn't everybody new to our show? Please check out our links where you can follow us on all the major podcasting platforms and social media, and you'll be able to find that in the description and the show notes. We'd also love to hear from you, so please make sure to leave a comment or like so we can get to know you just a little bit better. And you can also reach us at curiousfriendspodcast at discovery.church. So you're probably wondering, who is this guy? I'm Steve, and I'm the Executive Director of Communications at Discovery Church Colorado in Colorado Springs. And to give you a little background on who I am, I was a worship leader and web designer in California where I worked on church staffs for a number of years until I left vocational ministry in 2009. After spending our whole lives in San Diego, my family and I moved to the beautiful state of Colorado. I know what you're thinking, another California moving to Colorado. I'm really sorry about that. But part of that move was finding a new church, and we wanted to find a place that was making a difference and went beyond the typical church experience, a place that wanted to engage with people not only inside the church, but also outside its walls, and share the life and hope that we had experienced in Jesus with no strings attached. That led us to Discovery Church, where we've been for the last 10 years as volunteers, which includes my eight years of being on staff here as well. I know a lot of churches say, we are different, but at DCC, believe me, it's very different. Perfect, no. Do we mess up a lot? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> but there are a lot of people here who love Jesus and want to share him with a world that's looking for hope, and I really love that. You may also be wondering, why start another church podcast? There are plenty of them out there, and it's. but this is not going to be just one of those other podcasts. As Greg said in our trailer, we want to invite you to be curious, curious about life, God, church, community, whether you're a Christian or not. We want to ponder the questions you are all thinking about. Shoot, the questions we're thinking about. We aim to do this in a way that goes beyond what we're able to talk about in a typical church service. We want to ask questions that people struggle with deeply. We want to sit down with leaders inside and outside of the church to find out what makes them tick. We want to ask real questions about life and how a real God walks into it with us. And finally, we want to share stories and conversations with real people just like you and me that are making a difference in this world. And through it all, maybe we'll find a little bit more hope and a little more meaning in this life that we all live and wrestle with. So I have a question for you. Have you ever been curious about God or the church? About things like do I have to be cleaned up and have it all together before I can know God or attend a church? Or have you ever wondered, where is God in this? Will I become all of who I was created to be? Well, that's our friend Cammie's story. And today we want to bring you our first conversation with Cammie Montoya, who's a singer-songwriter, mom, wife, and has a fascinating story, not only about her life as a musician, but also a little bit about her journey with God and the church. So again, thank you for joining us. Now let's get into this.
Cammy, welcome to the podcast. So glad you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of, you know, people that are here on the weekends. They know you as Cammy, the worship leader, Cammy that has the cool, awesome blue hair or whatever color it ends up being that weekend. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into music, how you got into worship, just all of the above. All right. Yeah, so I, I grew up as a pastor's kid. My dad was a church planter, and so we moved pretty much every four years my mm. whole childhood. <laughs> a lot, a lot of moving, um, which I love. Like, I'm kind of a nomadic spirit, so oh, it, was, it was really fun, fun for me, but it's also it was also hard. Um, so I was always in church, always there. I, I did sing. You know, I would sing solos to, like, tracks, like— on a tape, you know, you guys know what a tape is. <laughs> I don't know no, what a tape. No, I yeah, I just dated myself. Man, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so yeah, I would sing in church, and I sang in choir in school, um, but not in the capacity that I do now. I'd never played with a band. I just, you know, it was more just this, just the singing. Um, so it didn't, it didn't really mean the same thing then as it does to me now. Um, but it was always there. I knew it was it was always a part of me then at that time. Yeah, that's awesome. So you did you really start getting into music when you were a kid, uh, when you were an adult? Like how old were you when you started doing all the music stuff? So I started playing guitar at 19. Um, and I just, I taught myself. I, I just picked it up one day and was like, oh, I want to see if I can do this. And, and I could. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so... Yeah, so I just I taught myself everything I could about it, and then I ended up getting married really young, had kids really young, and so I put it down for a while because it's kind of hard to play with a belly and <laughs> babies just, all over. Just you. a little bit, <laughs> just, just a little, little bit. bit. I keep you preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't play for a while, um, and then I had an opportunity to play um, at my the church I was going to it was one of my dad's churches. And it was shortly after um, I received a pretty devastating diagnosis. And um, earlier, when I was 20, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune intestinal disease called ulcerative colitis. It was similar to Crohn's, if you've heard of that. Um, so I had gotten really sick toward the end of 2009, and I had just had my fourth child. He was just a month old. And I had to go to the hospital. I spent a week in the hospital they couldn't figure out what was going on for a while. Um, and then finally they had, did an MRI and found out that I have this liver disease. It's another autoimmune disease. It's called primary sclerosing cholangitis. <laughs> I say that five times fast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could even say it once. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a mouthful. <laughs> so I was diagnosed with that. And um, if you read online about it, it's pretty terrifying. Um so I, I was pretty afraid of dying after that. And um, my children were really little, you know, four very little kids. Thinking about leaving them without a mother was really, really scary. Mm -hmm. And so I went through a, just a, a pretty severe depression after that. And it was during that time that I had the opportunity to lead worship at my church. And like I said before, it's, I hadn't played with a band. I had never organized <laughs> worship like this. Um, but obviously God knew this was something that I needed and that he was going to make me capable of it. So I got some people together and we practiced and led worship. And it was the most incredible experience hmm. for me at that time. It was so healing. It felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Hmm. Um, and so 
that was the beginning of helping kind of pull me out of that depression. And I, I started to write songs, which I also had never done, but it kind of came out of this overflow of everything that I was feeling at that time. Because I'd gotten to this place where I realized I can't, I can't live in this fear. I can't be so afraid of what might happen that I'm missing out on life now. I have to be able to live while I'm alive and be able to teach my children what life is about while I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about like the song that we're going to hear is just that. And this is, this is the first song that you wrote, right? Yeah. It's the very first, very song first one. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's incredible. Um, but Kimmy's going to share that with us now. This life is fragile, our body's so frail Our future's uncertain in this frightening world There is pain all around, there are fears in my mind They will consume me if I will let them We could be here forever, we're gone in a moment Will I die a thousand deaths in my fear of the one? Or will I not be afraid? Will I choose to live life? Will I trust you no matter the cost? Will I stand and be brave? Will I go my own way? Will I face the fear? Take the courage you give. This life is not easy, this world is not fair I'm so scared I will leave them, or will they leave me? We could be here forever, or gone in a moment Will I live in the bondage of what if? Or will I not be afraid? Will I choose to live life? Will I trust you no matter the cost? Will I stand and be brave? Will I go my own way? Will I face the fear? Take the courage you give I will overcome myself To fulfill my destiny I was made For such a time as this To live life, I will trust you no matter the cost. I will rise and be brave, I will follow your way, I will face my fears, I will face my fears, I will face my fears. Take the courage you give, and I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid No, I will not be afraid Wow, that was really powerful. So you got into writing songs more. So what was next after that? Yeah, so I kind of, that kind of opened the floodgates and I just kept writing and writing and writing. It was very therapeutic for me. Yeah. 
Um, and it really, you know, I know we know how powerful music is, but I didn't quite realize how powerful it was until this time in my life. And it was just, I, it, it helped me be able to go on. It helped me connect to God in a way that I never had before, which was really incredible. It helped me be able to lean on Him more, mm-hmm. more than I had before. And so then I had this idea like, oh, I want to play out other places. You know, I love playing in church, but I want to, you know, play out at, you know, where you normally see bands and stuff. But I had no idea what I was doing yes. at all. Like literally knew nothing about the music industry. So I started sending some emails and we had a farmer's market on our island. And so I was like, hey, maybe I can play there. I've seen people play there. And um, send an email and, you know, he responded and it was May 19th of 2012 that I got my first gig. And wow. so I played played at the farmer's market and it was, again, that moment that was like, this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. The way the people responded and, you know, li- they listened to my songs and would come up and say, oh, the lyrics to your songs, this really hit me. This is what I'm going through. And um, so I continued to play and then decided that I wanted to record Again, like not very long after, I feel yeah. like I kind of had no business yeah. doing it already, but I was like ready to just run with it. Um, and so I ended up meeting my current producer. Uh, he came down and played a show on Vashon. I met him and we talked about doing just like a, a session to see how, if we worked well together. And so recorded a few songs with him and it went awesome. And then I decided like, I'm going to record an album. <laughs> Uh, so full length album, like how many your how many songs are you writing at this point? And then like this first album that you put out, like what did you what did you have on it? So I had over the last couple of years because I fall of twenty ten was when I started really mm-hmm. writing songs. The last couple of years I had written probably like seventy five songs. Wow. Um, so it was kind of like they just kept coming. Some of them are terrible, yes. but you labor, know, labor of love. <laughs> yeah, yes. you got to write the bad ones yes. to write the good ones. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had lots of them. I had probably like 10 to 15 that I wanted to record, Mm -hmm. but financially I wasn't sure I'd be able to. So it was like, okay, let's start with an EP. I'll just record five songs. And what I ended up doing is I did a Kickstarter campaign. And if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's crowdfunding where you, you raise the money. Uh, somebody ended up donating, like recording a professional video for me, um, which was absolutely incredible. That was their gift, you know, for this, for my story, my journey, my music. Um, so I had a really awesome video recorded for my song Run Free. And that was the video I used for Kickstarter. And I told a little bit of my story and I ended up raising over $16,000. Wow. So I was able to do a full length <laughs> album with that, That's which so was cool. awesome. So there are 10 songs on that album. That's awesome. So Usually after people make an album, then the next big thing is they're like, okay, I'm going to go on a tour now. So did you go on a tour after that? I actually did, but okay. it wasn't like quite, didn't work quite in the conventional yes, way. Yes. It was more of a, um, some things were happening where we were and we needed, we needed a change and I ended up turning some, some bad things into a positive and we, yeah. um, we ended up leaving to tour for five months. So we toured the country and that was in 2014. Okay. Um, so four years later, after you started writing songs, you're touring the country. Yes. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> My album re- was released in the fall of 2013. Wow. And then it was June, 2014 that, that we went on tour. 
Yeah. So we toured for five months, went, spent about a lot of time in California, went across the whole country and landed in Florida. Wow. After that. That's cool. Yeah. So, and this is with four little kids that you're going down to Florida. Yeah. You know, straight from Seattle area, right? Yeah. All the way down to Florida. That's a yeah. pretty in long Yeah. In a drive. minivan and a pop-up camper. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. So ended up in Florida. Then how did you get to Colorado? How'd you get here? Yeah. So um, in, in Florida, went through some tough stuff. I went through divorce, mm -hmm. was a, a single mom for a while. Um, and just, I was providing for my kids just on, on music. Um, and, you know, life happens, right? Yes. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things that we, don't expect to happen and then they do and you have to adjust and you have to still make the most of life. So we ended up having to move out to Colorado uh, right before COVID, which is, you know, the worst time to have to move somewhere yep. <laughs> when everything is shut down yep. and you can't, it's hard to rebuild And you don't know what's coming either. So. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. No idea. So we moved out here um, in the very end of 2019 um, and we had looked this church up. My daughter actually found it. <laughs> and we were we were in a place where like I, we were really mad at God because he allowed some really, really devastating things to happen to us. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really want anything to do with church. Um, I, we, I, I knew I still needed God, but I was pretty angry. I feel like he had, had betrayed us. Yeah. Um, but I knew that, you know, I needed I needed him somehow. So we came a couple times before everything closed down. Mm -hmm. And so that was another thing to add to the being angry. It's like, okay, well, how are we supposed to rebuild our life? Like we can't yeah. even enjoy anything. We can, we just start sitting here in our sorrow. So that was really, really hard to say the least. Yeah. So you ended up here at discovery. Uh, you said you came, you know, end of any end of 2019, right? Yeah. And you came to uh, just one service, came to a couple services or what, what, what happens to how you like ended up in this building. And, you know, I think when we were talking before, you're like, I just wanted to be a fly on the wall when I walked in, <laughs> Yeah. but it ended up not being that way. Nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I, we came for the Christmas service hmm. um, that year and I did, I was like, I just want to be a fly on the wall. I don't want to get involved. I definitely don't want to be part of worship. <laughs> ever. Um, but that Sunday, there was a video that played of a, um, a couple who had lost their son. Mm -hmm. And they, the video was just so beautiful, talked about their, their journey and how they still hung on to God through it all. Yeah. And so it gave me and my husband hope at that time that, okay, if they can make it through this and still believe in God and still love God, then, then we can. Yeah. And I ended up having a conversation with that couple and slowly started to kind of put some feelers out, just like, okay, maybe I do need to kind of dig in a little bit more. And, yeah. and through all this, I hadn't been able to write songs. I hadn't been able to play. I just, I was so, so broken yeah. and empty. And this kind of, that started me to the, on the healing journey. Yeah. And so then, you know, we came a couple more times and then that's when everything, that's when everything, <laughs> everything started shut snowballing down. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Yeah. 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 Shut down and then you get plugged in on a church worship team and here you are today. <laughs> yes. Here I am. Today. So sounds like life has been pretty easy. Oh, uh, you so know, easy. It's so yeah, easy. But, um, you know, something that I've been uh, just listening to as you've been talking is life. Life is really difficult sometimes. Uh, but I think that's the beauty of your story is that you learned how to uh, work through the difficult. Um, you learned how to keep fighting through those times. So can you talk a little bit more about that as we close out today? Yeah, so I I definitely, it's not been easy. And even even though now, like I still believe in God and I still worship Him, it's, it's not easy. There are some days I'm like, do I believe what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that and fight with it, but that's okay yep. because we have to, to make our faith stronger. And my faith has been stripped down to bare bones where I could count on one hand what I believed about God, yep. <laughs> but that allowed me to build my faith in a healthy way because I think we we expect God to step in and take our problems away. We expect Him to step in and save us from things, and he, that's not what He promises, though. And when we go into something thinking that, then we're always going to be disappointed if He doesn't take us out of it. But we have to look at it as God doesn't promise to take us out of our problems. He promises to be right by our side yeah, through good. it all. That's good. He promises to give us the strength we need to make it through the people. He'll bring the people around us. And I think one of the biggest things that I have learned through this is that God can bring really amazing things out of really terrible things. Mm-hmm. And so that that has helped me push on and push through and okay. No matter how hard this is, I know God's going to bring something good. It doesn't make the pain any less, yeah. which is why we need each other. Yeah. But He's going to bring something good, and that's what we have to hope for. Yeah. That's what we can hope in. And it's caused me to just fight in a in a different way. Like, I, I look at my worship as a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fighting against Satan. I'm fighting with God. It's given me this passion that... I wouldn't have without everything I've been through because I'm it's just like that gritty fierceness that you're like this world is evil and it's so hard and we have to fight against it we have to fight for our family for our faith and and so that's that's why I keep doing what I'm doing because I know my life is better with God in it even if at times I feel like he's not there and he doesn't care yeah the things I know is that he promises to be right by my side through it all. Yeah. It's really easy to just roll over and give up when things get hard. And that's yeah. something that the grit that you've built over the years, uh, and it hasn't been, hasn't been easy. It hasn't been the story that you're like, Oh, I really wished it was going to be this. And I thought it was all going to be rainbows and butterflies, but it's been really hard. And I think that's something that is so powerful about your story is that you pushed through, you leaned in, uh, you didn't give up. And so kudos to you for doing that. And that's awesome that God has been working through you in this place uh, and through uh, your music too. And you're going to leave us with one song that you kind of mentioned before called Run Free, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to, we're going to listen to that now as we close out this podcast. Thanks for joining. Wild horse runs in the mountains Like the sun sets beyond the sea 
like the wind blows through the trees on a crisp autumn evening, wild and free. It can't be caught, it can't be tamed, it cannot be held still. It can't be touched, it can't be felt, it can't be stolen away. Run free and be who you were made to be. Run wild and find the beauty that hides, hides inside, that hides inside. In the clouds above Like the bird Soars on the endless sky Like the thunder That rolls out of sight On a stormy night Wild and free It can't be caught It can't be tamed It cannot be held still It can't be touched It can't be felt It can't be stolen away Run Free and be who you were made to be Run wild and find the secret that hides Hides inside, that hides inside Oh, 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 oh Let it go, let it make a path of its own A path of its own Let it out, let it show, let it shine, let it grow let it soar, let it fly, let your heart realize what lies, lies inside And let the hidden beauty rise And be free to be who you were created to be Be free, be free to fulfill your destiny Start with your heart, let it be free let it run, run wild And let it be seen Oh, 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 oh Let it be seen Oh, 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 oh Let it be free Oh, 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 oh Let it be free Let it be free Oh 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 free Did you hear what Cammy just sang Run free and be who you were made to be Too often we want to let others tell us who we are but there's an indelible fingerprint or something that can't be removed that's been placed on each one of us a uniqueness from our creator who's designed us for something only we can be. So what if today you and I could shut down those voices that say you can't or you're not enough and begin to believe the voice that says you can run free. I know I struggle with this. I let others' opinions stop me from letting out what's really on my heart all the time. And if I'm honest, it stifles me. I want to run in this freedom too, don't you? In every part of my life. So what does that look like for you? What's one step you can take today to be more free? We want to thank you for listening, and we want to thank Cammie for sharing her story. And if you'd like to find out more of Cammie's music and where she'll be playing next, check out CammieMarie.com. 
Don't forget, don't forget to join us for our next episode with Stu Davis from COS I Love You. Stu will be joining us to talk about how they are bringing churches and people around the city of Colorado Springs together to show the love of Jesus with no strings attached. It'll be a great show, and you're not going to want to miss it. Before I let you go, we want to hear from you. So please be sure to follow, like, and leave a comment. You can also email us at curiousfriendspodcast at discovery.church. And we'd love to hear your story. And if you like this podcast, please share it with somebody. Hey, thanks for joining us and stay curious, friends. Free.